Hello and welcome to Chicklicks. I'm Bridget Hovell. And I'm Mackenzie Chapman, and this is a Chicklet, a mini <gasps> episode of Chicklets where we have a quick discussion of a new movie or TV show. I bet you forgot that we did these, but we do. <laughs> Today we are talking about The Green Knight, a new film by David Lowry. Lowry? Uh, about Sir Gawain. Uh, and you know what? Gawain? Gawain. They I'm, say it differently uh, in the movie, too. We just so watched this last night. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say it differently. They really do. A knight of the round table who plays a strange game with an even stranger foe, the Green Knight. Um, this is a brand new film starring one Dev Patel. You may know him from Skins, which was on, I feel like, 2008. So long ago. A decade and plus of Dev Patel gracing the screen. Yeah. Skins really turned out like a couple of big stars. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Like a few. Yeah. Um, And I feel like he's really getting a moment right now where people are recognizing his star potential as a leading man. And he's not, he's turning down blockbusters to do interesting little movies instead like this. Yeah. And he's super cute. We'll just put that at the front. Yeah. He is easy on the eyes. Yeah. And I would love to see him in more stuff. Love would love to see him in more stuff. <laughs> and I feel like this movie also and David uh Lowry understand why he is hot, which I think is one of the better things the film does. They put him in lots of low cut blouses, mm-hmm. his hair is very shaggy, his mm-hmm. beard is really good, mm-hmm. lots of good side profile shots. So mm-hmm. hats off to the director and cinematographer and stylist and costume designer on that one. <laughs> the costumes are one of my favorite parts about yes. this movie. I thought uh all the costumes were really interesting, yeah. and unique and added a lot of like color mm-hmm. to the characters um and were just fun to look at and yeah. also seemed they would like they would be fun to even wear <laughs> yes and this movie takes place in arthurian times um kind of like could be generically medieval but something i really appreciated about the movie is that they made choices such as with the costuming where they said we're going to make this um like medieval with a twist or like some modern element that is just more interesting to look at. Uh, mm-hmm. I think for instance of Queen Guinevere's dress has like a bunch of little pins all over it. Yeah. Um, and the, I love that. I was I like, lo- I'm going to make that. I love that too. I'm, we both noticed it. And at the end of the film, a young bride is wearing this kind of like tiered white wedding dress. That's really mm-hmm. interesting looking. And Alicia Vikander appears in like a really beautiful blue piece so i would love to see this movie get some um oscar and award nominations for its costume designer because they were really and a lot of the stuff uh dev patel wears is interesting too he has this kind of um goldenrod colored Mm -hmm. traveling cloak that he yeah throws around a lot it's a beautiful movie to look at i guess is what we're getting at yeah it doesn't yeah it doesn't it's very atmospheric it doesn't just have color in the costumes. It mm. does play with light a lot, which is mm. really interesting and uh, spooky at times. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think about this movie? Okay, we're t- we're just <laughs> dancing, tiptoeing our way around it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are just about 24 hours out from seeing it. Um, I liked it, but... Mm. I think you put it best. I'm just going to steal the words out of your mouth that it 
made you think a lot, but not feel very much, I think is how you said it. And I, I agree with that. I think it was really interesting to watch. We just recorded an episode about the sixth sense. And I was thinking about, not that the metric of a movie has to be how many times can it make Bridget cry, but you know, I didn't come close to kind of connecting with it like that, you know? Yeah. Um, or even really like caring Dev Patel, big old hottie, but didn't really like root for him that much in this film. Yeah. I don't know. And I wanted to. Yeah. I feel the same way. I wanted to root for him, but I didn't love his character or feel like we even really knew it. I feel like it was lacking on meaningful like character interactions a little Mm -hmm. bit. Like I just get, I guess like that, that would have made me care Mm -hmm. more about the movie if I had seen him and maybe like his mom interact a little bit more at the beginning or, and sorry, we are just like spoiling this movie. Yes. I feel like we, maybe we should say that. Um, not that, or should we not? No, let's spoil it. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, or we can, yeah, (laughs) there's not really that much to spoil, but, um, yeah, like his, this is a spoiler. (laughs) His, His mom is kind of revealed to be the mastermind behind a plan to get him to prove his metal, even though it's not super clear. The movie, I don't think is trying to like underline that for you. Um, you have to infer it. And that would have been more impactful if she, I think was, had more of a presence in the film. I think I definitely agree. And I Mm. definitely think that he also, in the beginning of the movie, I think he's supposed to be this sort of like, cad drunken yeah and i didn't boy. Even think that he was like that yeah <laughs> like yeah i think like he goes to because i feel like i don't really know anything about him kind yeah of. like i think he he starts off the movie like drunk in a brothel mm-hmm. and then he sort of like drunkenly goes home and then he goes to christmas dinner at the king's at the round table mm-hmm. and he is sort of like the king is like tell me a story I want to get to know you and he's like I don't have any stories um, and to me that doesn't he didn't seem like an asshole he just seemed like kind of boring mm-hmm. sir. and then and yeah, and I think that's like the point kind of he's supposed to be a little boring I guess and then he goes on all these adventures and then has the, all these stories I guess there is I guess the most so the thing is <laughs> There's a lot to think about, like I said, with this movie, but I don't feel anything for these char- the character, yeah, really, yeah. which is, like, why I think this might be a good movie to, we could talk about, like, the hero's journey, we could talk about, like, masculinity, mm. and we could talk about, like, a coming-of-age tale, kind of. Yeah, yeah and I feel almost also that the, I do feel like David Lowry is going for like a really clear point, you know, which is like, you know, you can't escape yourself, uh, you know, about like becoming a man and having courage. But I do feel like a lot of it is undercut. If you actually did emphasize the fact that his mom is Morgana Le Fay and engineered the whole thing, it would undercut it completely. Cause it wasn't like a real, 
trial that he was going on. You know, like if your mom sets it up your first job interview, you know, like it's not it's not of your own volition kind of. Um, yeah. Well, so. I, it kind of does, I feel like, do that a little bit yeah. with the belt. Because he has this belt that's supposed to protect mm. him. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That his mom made and then the lady makes. Mm-hmm. And, Yeah. Like yeah, I said, he does there's choose. a lot to talk about with like masculinity and stuff and like growing mm. up, but it doesn't, uh, I don't care enough about like the character, I guess, mm. to want to even talk about it. Cause, I, Cause like I, like I thought this movie was interesting and really cool to look at, but did I enjoy it? No. <laughs> Would you watch it again? Like, yeah, I, pr- I probably would. Yeah, I, would I think there's a lot to see. Um, yeah, so I mentioned before, like, the costuming is really interesting because it's kind of combining, like, modern elements with medieval elements. And I think the film does that in a few other areas to interesting effect um, or not so interesting effect. I think the casting is really interesting, and I really enjoyed uh, Sarita Shaudhuri as the mother and lots of crowd scenes with a diverse cast, uh, which I think is a really... It's like the only way you should make movies. Uh, even, you know, I don't want to hear about like historical accuracy or whatever, because right. like people in Arthurian times did not have our current concepts of race. And it's just stupid and lazy to think that way. Um, I loved that. And I loved her kind of um, cadre of other young witches who hung out with her. But mm-hmm. I, one area where I thought th- there was a mixture of modern and medieval elements that didn't work was the dialogue. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of all over the place and like, some things seemed like he was really trying to adhere to um, like historically accurate speech. And then other times he just like didn't care or like didn't Mm. fully do it. Um, Alicia Vikander's character goes on a monologue that I thought was just like pretentious and like difficult to pay attention to. I, so I liked the monologue, but Mm -hmm. I do think it was too long. Like I think it was long. It, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, and I agree though that it was kind of. I like wish I had subtitles, sort of. Yeah. Well, she's doing, as I said last night, her best. You know nothing, Jon Snow, uh, voice. Yeah. <laughs> throughout the film. Lady, uh, lady, yeah, lady. Um, I will say that this movie reminded me how fun I find these types of stories in Arthurian legends. Mm. Um, I read a lot of YA novels growing up that were kind of used these characters. Mm. Um, two that I looked up immediately when I got home last night uh, were I Am Mordred and I Am Morgan Le Fay, uh, which are written by the same woman whose name escapes me, but she also wrote, wrote Enola Holmes, which was just made into a movie. Oh. And they're both books about these kind of like tertiary characters in uh, the legend of Arthur Um, Mm -hmm. Morgan Le Fay or Morgana Le Fay goes by a lot of different names. Who's his half sister um, who in some stories he sleeps with by accident and has this fucked up kid named Mordred who is uh, an incest baby, but they were both really, really good. And I remember just like really loving those stories. Um, I also read like John Steinbeck's King of Arthur tales. And anyway, I was just like, I like to watch these types of I would like to see more stories in this world I guess yeah I think one of the more interesting parts of the movie for me was the encounter with Winifred Mm, that was probably one of my favorite parts um because I felt like 
he did connect with Winifred. Like, yeah, and he I did. felt I felt like there were two characters that I could under like stand a little bit in this like one sequence. Yeah. And it was um, levity too. It was like exactly, like surprisingly yeah. kind of like a light and funny sequence too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um so I yeah, so I maybe if there were more like vignettes that were like similar to that, mm-hmm. instead I felt like the side characters sort of I don't know. They didn't that even was the like the only one that worked for I me. I feel like the quests lot. are supposed to teach him something about himself, you know, like yeah. and yeah. I what a missed opportunity for him to encounter this spirit of a woman who was raped and murdered by a knight to be like mm-hmm. knighthood. Hmm, you know, uh Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, Mackenzie, um, I don't like, sorry. That's okay. No, go on. <laughs> I don't like that he like eats mushrooms halfway through the movie and then you're like, "Oh, he he's it, dripping." I hate that because I hate it's that like, too. It's like it undercuts um Exactly. What it undercuts yeah. all the rest of the fantasy for the whole rest of the movie. You're like, "Is he just tripping?" Like Yeah, exactly. You're so right. Like just show us the trippy stuff without like say, like showing us the mushrooms, you know, like You know what? Also, at the end of the movie um, there's like a flash forward sequence where you see basically his life play out if he doesn't go through with this trial with the Green Knight and how his life is kind of unsatisfying and he is a user of women and mm-hmm. he loses a son and it's difficult to be a ruler and I will say Dev Patel looks so convincingly like an old man um, yeah, and still hot uh, mm-hmm. but I thought that was one of the more affecting scenes and it's mostly dialogue, dialogue less too. So I thought right. that was interesting that he was, the director was able to convey more with just kind of like a montage sequence than with the rest of the film, basically. Right. You know? Yeah. And you're right. The, he doesn't really learn anything. Yeah. Like if we're to take his flash forward of his life for like mm-hmm. what his life might actually look like. Mm-hmm. He, you like you said, it's like not great. He's not a great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you'd think he'd have changed mm-hmm. from his journeys. <sighs> Indeed. Well, let's close out with this uh, <laughs> this section from Kyle Buchanan's profile on Dev Patel in the New York Times. Uh, he's talking about how he uh, uh, used to go on uh, like online chat rooms about skins and he would see that people would rank Anwar like as the ugliest member which is so heartbreaking um and Kyle Buchanan writes maybe that's why he still mistrusts compliments 15 years later or why he makes fun of himself before anyone else might get the chance when I bring up the fan base that's rooting for him on social media I can't even finish the sentence before Patel interjects all three members of that fan base so he does know about the podcast (laughs) (laughs) if we were doing a full episode like of course we could talk about all that stuff that i rolled off earlier but this is a chiclet it's like it's a chiclet it's it's short it's snappy exactly it's 15 minutes also this movie this podcast is about feelings so if there are no feelings it's like what are we doing how are we gonna get excited about it am i crying (laughs) no i did not cry First one star review is the whole movie is some guy wandering the forest searching for a knight so the knight can kill him. This movie is awful and nowhere near the seven point eight rating it has. Oof. Well I will say that like 
So on Rotten Tomatoes, this has a 40% mm. audience and a 97 or something critic rating. And that yeah. always is like kind of a red flag for me. Yeah. And it's just Not about that... to be wide released too, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so. I feel like, yeah, movies don't have to be like enjoyable, but I do like when they make me feel something. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, definitely. The second one star review is, this movie turned out to be a heaping pile of crazy. Topped off with a... What the fuck was that? I personally think it's the worst movie I've ever seen, but I could be wrong. I thought, okay, I like it at first, but it goes batshit crazy and just threw together after the first hour. I don't know what to call it. Just a pile of crazy. I could see this blowing someone's mind, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If not I, in the I correct state too. of mind. Yeah. <laughs> it does, like, also, like, the way that it is structured, I could see being frustrating to someone who, like doesn't know about the legends that much or like yeah. the, isn't familiar with how like the they're just like short little things that yeah. are like pieced together kind mm-hmm. of yeah um, definitely Mackenzie what is your overall rating for the Green Knight <sighs> I'm gonna rate it a uh, six I guess I'm going to rate it a seven. I think it was really beautiful to look at. And I'm going to look up who did the costumes because they were so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The costumes were great. Yeah. I would, I'm interested in knowing who did them. Mm-hmm. Um, Chick flicks is researched and written by Bridget Hovell and edited by Mackenzie Chapman. Many thanks to Tim Creep Carlson for her music. Our next episode will air on August 16th, and we'll be discussing The Visit and Sixth Sense. The and Sixth Sense. M. Night, I mean, Dev Patel said in his profile that, or he didn't say, he indirectly, indirectly uh, referred to The Last Airbender by M. Night Shyamalan as the worst movie he's ever been in. You can follow Chick Flicks on Instagram and Twitter at ChickFlixPod and email us at ChickFlixPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.